What's up, everybody? Welcome to Relatably Fit, the podcast where we share relatable ways to get fit, stay fit, and have a life that you love no matter who you are. We're your hosts, Brandon and Tiana, your resident NYC fitness coaches, passionate about all things movement. Today's guest is a dad of two, health physical education teacher, professional kickboxer, and Brandon's younger brother, Christian Dotson. Welcome to the podcast, Christian. Thank you for having me. What's going on, guys? What's good? good? So tell us a little bit about about you. What's your, uh, what do you do? Who do you work with? Yeah. Uh, So I'm a health and physical education teacher here on Long Island. Uh, over at Glen Cove School District. I've been there for two years now, but I've been teaching for, I think this is my eighth year, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of, I coach there. Uh, I coach track. I coach soccer. Um, I'm, I kickbox. I have two little kids, so I'm always running around and I'm super busy, but, you know, I'm glad I got some time to talk here. Yes, yeah, the two cutest little yes. kids ever. The cutest, the cutest nieces and nephews on earth. How has um how's like your fitness game changed since being a dad? Or has uh, it? No, oh, it definitely has. Um, the days of, hey, I'm going to the gym and I'll be gone for two hours are kind of gone. Uh, now it's more. I do a lot of at home working out. Um. I've got a Peloton bike. I've got some kettlebells. I've got some weights. So it's more of it, it switched in that sense. So I can still be present dad while still, you know, keeping my fitness and everything that I want to do uh, intact. Mm-hmm. And they give you a little extra weight when they when they jump on you too. Uh, push-ups and sit-ups. You know, the second you start doing those, no matter where they are, the kids are coming and they're jumping on your back 100%. So that that has helped my push-up game a little bit. Getting stronger. The extra and weight. You get the in- extra weight. Um, so with with um with fighting as well, right? Because you know, with the MMA and all that, how has that gone? Because I know that like um. You know, that's a big thing. Uh, you've had fights since. So how has that been with training and having kids, X, Y, and Z? Um, so as far as training goes, it, it it doesn't affect my kickboxing training. I still get to do – like if I have a fight coming up, I still get to do that four times a week. Um, it's just on my quote-unquote off days are a little more focused on my cardio and keeping my endurance up, um, whereas – you know, before having kids, I could be in the gym six days a week knowing that I had a fight coming up. So you dial it back a little bit, but pick up the slack, uh, you know, on your own at home. And it it still works out. I've had, I think, five fights since having kids. So um, and I've gone five and one. Just saying. Eight. So, uh, right, right. It's, it's, so maybe, you know, maybe the kids, good. maybe the kids were helpful. A, a little extra motivation doesn't hurt. You can't have uh, your kids watching you get beat up on YouTube or wherever the fights end up. So, I'm not going to lie, Christian. Watching your fight was probably the most stressed I've like ever been. Like that whole night, I was just – before you even walked out into into the ring, like watching everybody else fight, I was like, this is the most uncomfortable feeling I've ever felt. And I was like texting Jess, his wife, and just being like, I cannot believe Christian's about to get out here and do this. I was sitting there like – fucking stressed I, I i i don't know how i felt about it, it you know it, it's uh so i try and tell jess or whoever uh 
it wins and losses happen. Like it, that's a part of the game. I said, but I'm not going to get hurt. Like I'm going to be fine. You know people what I mean? People were out there bleeding. I saw people bleeding from the we, face. We saw some people get like, hurt. Damn. We saw some people get hurt. We saw some people get fucking smashed. Yeah, some people get get rocked pretty bad. So knock knock it on wood here. Um, never been cut. Never been knocked out. Um, if if you're fighting me, just know you've got to uh, pack a lunch because we'll be there all all three. <laughs> it's hard to get me out of there. So wait, do you? It's kickboxing or it's MMA? Kickboxing, kickboxing. So oh, just, okay. Kicks, punches, knees to the head. Um, Casual. Yeah, no no elbows and no grappling. So nothing like on the ground. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. How did you you get into fighting? Uh, So after – so I ran track uh, in high school and I ran for a year in college. And after that, I kind of was just lifting and, you know, doing that whole thing. Um, and then I woke up one day and I was like, I miss competing. And it's funny cause that night I went and watched the UFC card, uh, with a bunch of my buddies and you know, everyone gets drunk and you're like, kick his ass or beat him up or whatever. And I kind of sat back and I was like, wait, could I do that? Like, <laughs> could I? Um, like, could I beat somebody's ass? <laughs> yeah. Cause you're saying, you know, you're saying it and it's easy to say. So I, I decided, uh. I think that was on like a Saturday night. So Monday, I just Googled uh, MMA gyms. Um, I walked in, I signed up, and I really fell in love with the striking portion uh, as opposed to the grappling portion. So that's just the way I went. When we took the class that you teach out in Long Island that one time, Brandon kicked me in my thigh. You mean you told him to, you told it was part of it, you know, but it, it, it hurt me. Well, you know, I was going to hold back just because it, it was my wife, you know. I mean, I don't think he kicked me as hard as he could, but he kicked me and it landed at just the right spot. And I was like, damn, like, I was like that fucking hurts. Now, it, it, it hurts at first, but after you've done it for a while, your legs get pretty conditioned. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you want to take those kicks, but you can take more and more before you're like, oh, man, that really hurts. So it, and then it, you also it, have to line up backs against the wall and just punch yeah, each other punch in the, the stomach. stomach and just, like, that was a good like, one, too. Yeah, that's a good one. I was yeah, like, the, okay. the body conditioning for fights is important too. You got to make sure that uh, when you when you go to fight, it's not the first time you've been hit. You know? No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the Mike Tyson like, hard... thing? It's like uh, everyone has a plan until they get hit. That's it. Everyone's got a plan <laughs> until they get punched in the mouth. So, <laughs> what's one time you got hit that like that rocked you a little bit, if any? Um, so I've been so two times come to mind. Um. One time I was just doing some sparring, nothing crazy, uh, and I got hit like right in the back of the ear slash temple, like back here area, and uh, I took a step back, and my leg like gave out for a split second, and I was like, what the heck was that? And then I just kept going, Uh, and then another time I just didn't see a kick coming, and it hit me like square, like right in the rib cage. And I finished around because, you know, you can't show that you're hurt. But, oh, man, that one hurt. It took me a while to catch my breath. Ugh. I feel like if, you, if your brain knows that it's coming, you can, like, you can, like brace for it. for it a little bit. Oh, yeah. It, it's always – and, like, this is just fighting in general. It's the ones that you don't see that hurt the most, right? Because your brain, your body can't, like, tense up or even prepare for it. So yeah. 
I would rather take the hardest punch and watch it coming my way than to get hit and not know it's coming because those those hurt. <laughs> right, right. Those are the worst. So you know, I like I like what you said about the um, like how you got into it just by like it was a very short period. Basically, you were like we're we're drunk at a bar. You were like, can I do this? And then that Monday, you were basically at a gym. Yeah, I'm a, and I, I, as you know, I'm like a big, it's like all or nothing. And once I get something in my head, I'm like going for it. I don't give myself time to like doubt what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So when I make a decision, I'm just like, forget it, go. So, and it was funny because when I went in the gym, they were like, all right, we'll do an intro class and we'll see if you like it. And I was like, no, no, I'm here to sign up. Like, this is it. Like, don't worry about it. Like, You've we already good. made the sale. <laughs> You've made the sale. Let's just keep it moving. Stop selling. Yeah, Stop so selling. I, yeah, I mean, I did the intro class just because it was free, but I, I was already signed up. So. so this week, we've been like this whole month, actually, we're talking actually a lot about this, this idea of like not overthinking it too much or like sitting there way in the, it's like just make a choice and like go with it, like just do it. And I feel like you're somebody that like very much like embodies this kind of like, just, just fucking go, just do it. So how have you always been like motivated in this kind of way or like do you feel like actually not that motivated and just disciplined in your personal regimen in life like how does that motivation discipline kind of play out for you i i think it's probably a little bit of both i think um like i've always been very self-motivated i don't need uh you know an outside factor to kind of motivate me to do something um, so once you decide, uh, anyone, once you have an idea and think about it, like, just go for it. There's no reason to sit back and second guess it. And that's when like those things creep in when you allow time to think about said decision instead of just like, just do it. And then once you're in it, that's when the discipline comes into play. Like once I knew that I was going to end up fighting, I... I'm very competitive and I was like, you know what? I don't want to lose. And if you don't want to lose, you've got to be disciplined. So that, that was my motivation is just being disciplined and, and kind of getting after it every single day to get the result that you want. Are you like a, a morning person, evening person? Like, is there a sweet spot for you or do you just get it in when you get it in? So honestly, for me, as long as it's not in the middle of the day, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. So I either have to do it like first thing when I wake up. So like on the weekends, I'm at the gym probably by like eight. Um, and then during the week, it's a little more difficult early in the morning because I'm working or whatever. So I'll get that done probably closer to like seven or eight o'clock at night. So one of the two, I, I like to not have it affect like the middle of the day, which is kind of big with kids. You know, we're always running around doing something. So they can't quite take off middle of the day exactly. for X amount of time. Well, that's good. That's good. Because, you know, we, we always talk about like, you got to know, you got to know yourself. You got to know like when you're going to be able to go, when, like when you're not going to be able to go, like I can't go at night. I know that for me. Cause then I can't sleep. I know that like I need, and then the middle of the day is not a problem. Like if I could just get in a half an hour of anything of a workout, then I'm good to go. It's fine. If I can do it in the morning, then I'll be good. But the, the evenings are not going to happen for me. I'm I'm pretty similar in in that sense. Like for me, it's no matter morning or night, I need like a solid hour and a half to do whatever I have to do, and I do that every day. And that's kind of how I keep myself sane. And you know, 
just it's it's it, and like decompress you know what i mean like kind of unwind i know for that hour and a half i'm either kicking and punching or i'm lifting or i'm running or whatever it is and you do work out every day uh i'd Most say days. Pro- i'd say probably six days a week nice uh, i'm all and not that it's like for me personally not that it's like the healthiest but i'm always super critical of myself and i'm always like kind of talking trash to myself to motivate myself and it's like well you didn't do anything today what's wrong with you the next person that you're fighting is probably working out or they worked out today so i'm always kind of self-motivating to get those six days a weekend yeah see and this is why this is why i'll never fight you this is why I'll never fight you. This is why it's never gonna happen. This is why this is never gonna go down. Well, okay. Six Brandon worked week. out like. Mm. Well, no. Well, you were Brandon no, never. No, but I'll get it. I'm not an hour and a half. No, I can't with the schedule yeah. and da da da. I go in. I'm like half an hour if I can get it in and just like pump, pump, pump as hard as I can, and then I'll be out. Uh, if that's all I can get in, you know. But, he does uh, work out like every day though. He like never misses. He's he's in there. Well, this week hasn't been great. So you know, if you want to schedule <laughs> that in for me, that'd be amazing. Uh, um, you know, it's a good a good spot to get some working out is when Jeopardy is on. So seven o'clock, you put Jeopardy on like your phone or whatever it is, and you start working out, and you're like answering questions, listening, and then by the that time that half hour is done, you're like, all right, that's not bad. And then typically I'll like do something else, but at Jeopardy is a good time. It's a that's little a good... secret that nobody knows about. Oh, that's fun. Jeopardy and workouts, guys. Yeah, you and Brandon are similar in the like. You guys are both incredibly consistent. I probably work out four days a week. I have a, I have a hard time like if it's like the last stop of my day, like I'm just gonna skip and just come straight home. I'm working on it, but we're just working out at home, trying to get better about just like throwing on a video in the room and doing something at home. But I'm similar to you is that I respond very well to negative reinforcement, apparently, or like not negative reinforcement, like shit talk basically in my yeah. own head. I feel like Brandon is very positive. He's like positive yeah, I talk I can't only. shit talk myself. Like when we were hiking Kilimanjaro, Brandon was like listening to like Miley Cyrus, like it's the climb. And he was just like really like in this like, motivation. he was like this like, positive motivational moment. And in my head, I'm like, don't be a bitch. People are going to see you on social media and you're their trainer and you're going to fail. Don't be a bitch. You got this. And like Brandon's over here like singing, Brandon's over here singing Miley Cyrus, like the smile on his face, just like, I got this. And I'm over here like. For me. Me and you are the same in that sense. I'm all, I'll, I would like be climbing and I'd be looking to my left and I'd be like, this person isn't even like tired. How the hell am I tired? Get your ass up there. So, I honestly think I that's how you. we made it up that final night when it was so hard is that I was like, I, there was moments I think when all of us were like almost about to turn around and I was like, everybody knows that, you are, that you're here doing this right now. All of your clients, all of your friends, if you say that you, like, I, I just couldn't. I was like, I cannot bring myself to like, say that I came all the way here, and I'm steps away, and I'm not going to finish. I was like, this, this, this can't be. This, I think that's the only way I made it to the top was yeah, just it, imagining it, all the shit. Yeah, in your head, you're like, it's unacceptable. I gotta finish. Unacceptable. And that, that's that's how I I go about things as well. Just unacceptable behavior. Yeah, this cannot you know, stand. It, I, with that, with the climb, with the climb, I was like, it's a given. We have to make it. I was like, it's already done. We have to make it like that's automatic. And then the motivation was Miley Cyrus. Brandon did think about throwing himself. Off I did the think side about that. Though, I legit so. was like, what would happen? What would happen if I just jumped off the side just, right now? 
<laughs> yeah, just like you know, Trip, tripped over and fell. The the worst the worst thing that could happen is I that I didn't die. If I was just sitting there with like a broken leg, that and I gotta get suck. taken down, that would suck. That would be the worst. I was like, that would be that's honestly what kept me from jumping. Is I was like, nah, bro, you're not even gonna die. You'll just be there like hurt. You'll twist an ankle. Yeah, you just be there like upset. Down. <laughs> and then and, you gotta and, go back and, up. Everyone will be like, "This idiot jumped! Like, what the hell is wrong with him?" <laughs> now, now, now we gotta drag his ass down there. Exactly, exactly. Terrible, but babe. Okay, so you mentioned that this is why you never want to fight Christian. Oh no, no. However, no, me... you guys did grow up together. Obviously, our, I think our last Are fight, there... our last physical fight, had to be like what, fourth grade, fifth grade. I need to hear. Uh, I'm gonna some go fight ahead story. and say. I'm gonna go ahead and okay. I remember one. Yes. Was yes, it the sheetrock one? No. I remember one like in in the morning when I was talking trash and then you just hit me and I was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> when was this? What, what age was this? Was it was it closed closed hand punch or open palm? I don't remember. So I all right, so here we go. Let's set the scene. This is in the morning. <laughs> we're watching like cartoons or whatever and we were arguing about something. And Brandon had just got a bad report card. And I was like super, I was like super into school in like fifth grade. So my report card was great. And so Brandon Brandon, could be in like what, seventh grade at that time? I was probably Probably like like seventh grade. Yeah. 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 So he, he had said something and I had said, I guess that's a good response for someone with a C plus average. And he was super pissed and just hit me. (laughs) This makes sense. And, this makes and sense. That was my revelation that like you can't talk shit to everybody whenever you want because like you're it's gonna like get there are, there are consequences. You know like, that was a rough that was a rough year hit. for me. That was seventh grade yeah. was you know we have my report cards, babe. We should go through. <laughs> we do. We can probably pinpoint <laughs> the exact year that it was. I'm, I'm going. I'm going first or second quarter seventh grade for you. First and second yeah. seventh grade. Seventh grade is a rough year, man. You know, seventh grade is a that rough is a year. really good lesson. That's a good lesson though to learn. It's like when you're when you you can always tell someone that's never been hit before when they just have this attitude. They're just like cocky and they talk shit and they're like just like entitled and annoying in this way where you're like you need to be hit and no one's ever fucking hit you before yeah talk shit get hit man that's that's how christian was a notorious shit talker one of the greatest of all time one of the greatest of all time and then he'd run to grandma or run to mom or someone and then i would get in trouble and i was like no you didn't hear he said i was (laughs) and they were probably like but you do Yeah, no, and you know what's funny is I still talk an enormous amount of shit today, just in and in like anything. If we're playing cards, I'm talking trash. If we're playing dominoes, I'm talking trash. It's it's fun. It is fun. Wait, babe, what's what's the sheetrock story? The other what what story do you remember? Before that, then this wasn't the last one. I don't I don't even know why it happened. I just remember that we got into a massive fight, and we um uh burst a hole through the like the hall like leading up to the stairs don't the say old house. we um don't say we um he pushed me through the goddamn wall no, listen he fell back we were fighting in the we rock. were fighting and his butt was in the sheetrock and dad was none too happy and i think he made i think after that they made us they had to sit down one time and really just say like why why are y'all fighting well it was it was one of those scenarios where we saw like we stopped fighting once I ended up in the sheetrock because we were like, wow, we are going to get beat. And then yeah, we, 
tried to go to bed before my dad came home <laughs> and that didn't really work and we still ended up getting beat anyway so we were like oh, oh if we just go to bed, bed he'll just see it and leave us alone yeah whoops it work out that way oh my god well, like, solves itself and the problem with boys it's like as they get bigger and older, it's like y'all can do some real damage just like to each other and to the house. So you have to make it stop at some point. Yeah, I you think by the time like we hit puberty, we were, we were pretty good. We were just like, you know what? Let's, there's other things to do. Well, at that point, it was like it when you're young, it's fun to fight because like you can't get hurt. Like, you know, one like yeah. an 11, like Brandon at 12 can't punch Christian at 10 hard enough to knock him out like and no. vice right. versa but like once you hit puberty it's like no no I can get hurt like we should <laughs> probably stop doing this this can actually cause damage to ourselves not just to, to the sheetrock but to ourselves to the yeah. people around yeah, us well growing up my brother and I would fight a lot physically fight and I, I like dominated for a really really long time because I'm older. And then the first time I felt a little bit more like pubescent boy strength, I was like, oh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I was like, this is fun when I'm able just to like smack him around and like get him no problem. But the second he, it was like a real challenge, I was like, I think that's going to be our last fight. I think, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to call this. We, we knew when to, you know, tone it down and be normal human beings. Like, yes, no, that's exactly. Too much. Too, too exactly. much. But that's really funny though. Okay, so do you have any fights coming up, or is this like? So I, yeah, so I have nothing booked right now. Um, I would like to fight before the summer, um, mm -hmm. but I, I typically don't. I don't stress about it. I don't rush it. So, whenever something pops up, something pops up. The uh, promoters know when they call me. I say yes. So it doesn't really matter who it is. Um, yeah. So, we're, so the we're words through. out there. Yeah, the words out yeah. there. So if you want to fight Christian, all you have to do is just reach on out, find, yeah. find, you know, give him a, people. give him a, give him an address. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just come through wherever you want to be. Through. I'll meet you. Send, send me a DM. You know, <laughs> whatever it is, we'll figure it out. They say meet me, meet me at 69th and likes. Christian well, well, like, well, well cool. that, but but hopefully in a ring where yes, no right, one can right, get right, in right. trouble for beating someone else up. Right, right. <laughs> Just two people fighting on the street. Like, no, nah, it's sanctioned, bro. We look at the DMs. <laughs> yeah, we've agreed. But okay, so what about your your day job? You work with kids, and you teach health and physical education. Yep. So I work and with what's uh, that like. It's it's not bad. I work with uh, high school students um, here on Long Island. Uh, it's super, super rewarding. Um, at the end of the day, you don't, uh, while you're in it, it can be stressful. Uh, as you know, kids today are built a little different than they were before. Um, but they all, they're, they're cool. High school kids are cool to talk to. They kind of understand they're real human beings. If you're telling them, Hey, listen, give me a break. I've had a long day. They're like, all right, Mr. Dotton, you got it. Um, and you know they, they if you show them respect um you'll get that back so it's really it's cool in that sense what's like the uh, like most important thing you think to teach kids in terms of like physical health like fitness lifestyle what what do you try to like impart so uh, 
I try and tell them that, you know, so I run a, so I do a general PE class and then I also run a strength and conditioning class, which is like strictly in the weight room. We do a lot of lifting. We do a decent amount of like agility work. Um, and I kind of tell them the most important thing is one to just get it done. I tell them like, listen, nobody cares whether you work out or not. It's on you. So just do what you have to do. Close out the outside noise, forget your friends, forget everybody and get the job done. Um, and then also like have fun, you know, you're, you're, if you could lift, you know, 20 pounds two weeks ago and now you're lifting 22 pounds, like great. It's you as cliche as it sounds. It really is you against yourself. So uh, I try and tell them to, you know, just look at what they're doing. Don't look at others. Mm-hmm. What are, what are some of the uh, differences in the kids now? I mean, especially post COVID, you know, like is uh, is the I know they had about two years where they might have been a little bit more sedentary. Um, maybe some of the kids might not have gotten like playtime or various different things, especially as they come into high school. Are you seeing any sort of differences between kind of pre and post? Yeah, I think well from two aspects, like uh, as far as like physically um it they're just a lot less like mobile and flexible and agile than they were before which is understandable they were cooped up in the house for two years and they couldn't go out or play or do other things um and from a social standpoint it's really they're getting back into it now but it was really difficult in the beginning for them to just turn and talk to each other And, you know, have those conversations that weren't on a screen or through Snapchat or whatever it is. So I work on that a lot in my health class where we do a ton of talking, turn to your partner and have a conversation, raise your hand, tell me what you think. And our health class is more of like a dialogue back and forth because I think they need that. They have to catch up on those skills. That makes sense. That makes sense a lot. Well, and then I know that there's a lot of like – stereotypical like ideas of like gym class and gym coaches like all oh, dodgeball thrown at the head and da, 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 da. or people sometimes have like a negative experience in like their high school gym classes and that might be part of the reason why you know they maybe don't work out as adults or like whatever how do you do you feel like you approach your classes like differently and like, do you feel like you're able to give kids like this like positive view of fitness and their bodies uh, I mean, I, I hope that that's what they get out of it. Um, from It's a little easier in the strength and conditioning class than it is in the general gym class. But even in general PE, we try and do a, a, a mix of sports, right? So we try not to just do team sports because some people aren't team sport people. And, you know, the kid who isn't so confident in playing soccer doesn't want to be the one to screw it up for everybody else. And that could be kind of like a negative experience that they have. So we do also try and fit in some individual sports. We do a lot of badminton. We do pickleball. uh, And then we do a lot of like easy backyard games that kids can be really good at. So we do cornhole. We do um, what's the, the Frisbee one can jam. So we have, we have a lot of fun. We just try and give them a variety of things. And that way something can stick. And then that way they can play that potentially for the rest of their life. It's like you don't have to be good at all the things or like all the things. But can you find something that resonates enough that you can like take this into adulthood and then your life? 
Exactly. Yeah, just and the confidence to move. Just, exactly. And, and you know what? Like, even if a kid says, well, I'm not good at basketball. Well, at least you know how to play and you're not afraid right. to then go try. You know what I mean? So it's just introducing these things to kids. And that way, if they're ever asked, they have no problem jumping in and playing. Yeah, it's like right. you don't have to be good. You know, and by the time that like um, when you're older, anyway, most most people suck at sports at that point in time. So as long as you just know the rules, you can you can do pretty well. Exactly. I I play uh I I play soccer sometimes in like a Sunday league, and there's all ages. There's people who are in their twenties. There's one guy who's in his seventies, and it's not a matter of like being good or not. It's just a group of people who are out there to have fun and play around and. It's it's really, again, cliche, but it's kind of beautiful. You know what I mean? That these people who are decades apart and various skill levels can all come together and just play. Yeah. I mean, I talk about this all the time. Like, I, unlike you guys, I did not grow up running. I actually actively got doctor's notes to so that I did not have to run. So my entire life, I really avoided running. And then, like, I think 2020, there's this, there was some moment where I was just kind of like, this is something that I should be able to do, like just generally, not well, but oh, just do. What do you mean do. there was some moment? We know what the moment was. We were watching Scream. We are watching the movie yeah. Scream, and literally Drew Barrymore's character is like outside. And I told them, I was like, why would she go back in the house? She could just take off like and run. She had a yard. Like I was just like, yo, clear just shot. take off and just start running. If you can go, no one's following you for a mile. You mean like if you can get out there, take a hard sprint, and then just last for about 800 meters, this person's not chasing you. Brandon, Brandon literally said he was like, I'm taken off. You're not catching me. And I sat there and I go, I would be murdered like 100%. I would just die in that moment. And I was like, beyond that, yes, that was a moment. But then also there's just like a thing where I'm like, this is like a human should be able to do like some things and running is one of those things and i'm not good still and i'm not fast and but like i do it i've done multiple half marathons we're doing the full marathon this year and it's like the point of it is not to be good which is hard for me because i'm very like type a all or nothing perfectionist and i'm like no you're never going to be the best at this thing and it literally doesn't matter it's not the point of why you're doing this just get out there and it's good to challenge yourself to do the things that you're not naturally good at you know Listen, if all else fails, people, you should be involved in fitness in order to get away from the Scream character. 100%. Because Drew Barrymore 100%. couldn't. Keep that in mind. Yes. Didn't, Keep... end, didn't end up well for a lot of those people. So you, you got to be able to take off running at some point. I think about Scream and I think about – it was Scream. Yeah, it was Scream. It was scream. And I think about just like general apocalyptic scenarios when I'm working out sometimes. Just like being able to pull myself up over something or like – dodge something or slide on it just just little things yeah, to, to they, get away they don't make shit. zombies like they used to anymore they don't shuffle you mean they sprint now every yeah. zombie's you, a sprinter you don't you don't want to end up in heaven and they're like how'd you get here and they're like man i couldn't pull myself over that fence no it's yeah. terrible it's horrible it's not the way Absolutely you want to go horrible. out not so, the way you I know, want to go so out. i think we have to remember that you know life isn't uh or sports aren't just about high school and what you can do in like high school and middle school it's about getting away from zombies in your 20s and 30s. That's it. Okay. So, so respect your PE teachers. We're trying to save your life. It's exactly. true. It's true. So I actually get a lot of questions. I have gotten questions from clients about when 
kids can start like strength training. And I don't, I don't work with kids really. So in your experience, when is a good age for kids to start like lifting? So I, so lifting is like a, a, a tough one. Um, strength training in general i would my son does push-ups he's been doing them mm-hmm. since he was three um mm-hmm. i always tell and that's how i start my strength and conditioning class i said guys listen before we pick up a weight we need to be able to move our our body the weight that we have on us so we start out with a lot of calisthenic type work you know push-ups pull-ups sit-ups squats um i would say you are never too you're never too young to start doing things like that. Um, I'd probably wait with, you know, the hardcore lifting and things like that until like after they've already started puberty and you know what I mean? So maybe like around high school, a little earlier if they're a little more developed, but um, before that I would say just, just move your body, man. Learn to do that first. Yeah, I think there's like literally no time too young for kids just to be able to no, like just to move, move around and well, at the very run. Least just and... know your body, right? Like to be able to know what your body is capable of doing with itself. How how important is? I mean, you know, you have kids X, Y, and Z. How how important is it to model good like fitness behavior X, Y, and Z? I know that like Jameson, like when he obviously he's doing push-ups because he sees you doing push-ups. You know what I mean like I'm sure you don't even have to like motivate him in that same way. He's just like, oh, dad does it. Let me go and do it. Well, I don't want to give Jameson too much credit. He <laughs> does his push-ups and his squats. And when he's done, he asked me for a dollar because he did his <laughs> exercises that day. And he puts it in his piggy bank. So there is a little extra motivation to get those things done. But I, I do think it is super important to model those things for your kids. And it doesn't matter whether you're good at it or not, because kids don't know that. You know what I mean? It's just, okay, I see mom or I see dad and they're going to the gym or they're mentioning the gym and they're exercising at home. And it just leads kids to have a healthier lifestyle. There's no reason not to have them do that you know what i mean so you you don't go to a dentist with bad teeth you know what i mean you 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 should be the walking billboard for whatever you want your kids and other people to do yeah and if all those fails just pay them yeah just all those fails a little money never hurt i'm sure i'm sure a few adults would work out more if they were getting paid to do it you know I'm sure they would. Why not? You know, let's, let's get a government program going. But it was funny that I, um, one of my clients in Connecticut, I have trained the wife forever and the husband would never train. And then she was like, our kid literally said something about how like mommies work out, but daddies don't work out. Like in his mind, he's like women and moms work out, but dads don't work out because he never saw his dad working out. And his brain was like, what have I really become that like oh. sedentary? And so, and so he started training after that because he was like, "How have I made it in my kid's head that like this is something that like women and moms do?" Because I'm so inactive. Like kids are seeing this without you even telling them anything, and they're picking up on like what that looks like and how that shows up. And kids are also brutally honest. They <laughs> they will be like, "Oh yeah, mommy or daddy is fat," and you're like, "Whoa." <laughs> they don't have that filter. So if worse comes to worse, use your kids as motivation. 
are are the kids not as a uh, body positive PC as adults are? Kids, oh, zero zero filter. They're super honest. Um, they say what comes to mind. They don't really have that filter. So, you know, t- take it. And they're not being mean. They're, it's just no. their observation. They're just letting you know what they see. There's no yes. malintent in it. They're not talking shit. So, Christian, if there's since this week has all been about discipline, motivation, et cetera, when there's days that like you just like don't want to work out and you don't want to do the work because we all have those days that you tell people all the time, like you're not going to always be motivated. Right. What are the things that like either the life hacks, like ways that you get yourself up and to do what you need to do or motivators or things that keep you like mentally keep you going? Like what are practical ways that people can hack their lives to like get up and do the work when they don't want to. So, um, I, I do two things. Like I allow myself one day, right? So it, it and it's not a matter of what day that is. Like there, you never know. There are going to be days where you wake up and you're like, you know what? I don't have it today. I feel like crap. I don't want to go. And that's fine. I, you don't beat yourself up over, like that one day. So for me, if that happens on a Wednesday, okay, I didn't have it today, but I do not let like that one day roll over into two, roll over into three, roll over into a week or a month. And that's where a lot of people see pitfalls. Um, And then the second thing that I always do is I just tell myself to get there, right? Wherever, whether it's the gym that day, whether it's the kickboxing gym, regular gym, whether it's my Peloton bike, I just say get there. So if I get on the bike in my house and I start pedaling, I'm going to finish the workout, right? Like you've already got that in motion. You say to yourself, well, I'm already here. Why not continue, right? So it's just a matter of on those off days, if you can get yourself to the destination and get yourself to that place, then fine. You know that you're going to do something. And it doesn't have to be the most intense workout in the world. It's just keep the body moving. And at least it's like tr- getting you like even if you because I've, I've said this before too about myself. How I'm very easily talked out of a workout. Like I'll show up and then someone will be like, you're going to go get food? And I'm like, yep. And I'll like walk right out. But at least you're training yourself to like put your shoes on and take the action of walking to the gym. And you might get there sometimes and still decide, you know what? No, I don't have it today. But you're at least – getting in the practice of getting there or rolling out your mat or like clipping your shoes in. And it's like, even if it's, you don't work out or it's not the best workout ever, you're like, you're just greasing those wheels and practicing that motion. And, and, you know, it's kind of like you said, humans are creatures of habit, right? So Mm -hmm. anytime that you can just keep doing that, whatever it is, right? Rolling out your mat, clipping into your bike or walking to the gym, as long as you can do that on a consistent enough basis, then it'll eventually become a habit and you're good to go. So uh, for me, working out is like showering, right? You don't go more than a day or two without showering. So there's no reason to go a day or two without working out for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like the, the, um, give your, you give yourself a day. Like that's, I think that's a really good like mindset. Cause you're just, there are some mornings where like your alarm goes off right at the wrong moment in your sleep cycle. And you're just like hit by a train tired when you wake up and you're like, you know what, this is not, this is not the day. Sleep is actually really important for your health too. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. But then it's like, you can't let that inertia carry over. So that's happening now every morning. Cause you know, we, we all wake up we're, I'm tired every morning. I wake up every time I wake up, I'm tired. 
and I have a glass of water and I brush my teeth and about 10 minutes into waking up, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. It's, it's really not as bad as, as it appeared when I first, when my alarm first went off. But if you constantly give yourself that out, all of a sudden you're just, you're just letting yourself off the hook over and over and over. And it's like, look, we're all busy. We're all tired. You guys have kids. We don't have kids yet. We'll be joining you guys soon enough. But, you know, we all have various demands. Like he's excited about that. We all have various demands on our time. And so I never want to like, I, I, since we don't have kids yet and those big responsibilities, I never want to like talk down or talk shit to parents and be like, just fucking do it. What's wrong with you? Because I don't, I don't know what it's like to have that bigger burden on, on to, not burden, but kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, bigger thing. You Dang, know, making Tiana. Oh, <laughs> not kid burning. bashing, bro. No, kids are great, but they, they are Dang. a burden at the same, like you are more tired. You have less time. Like you have their priority, you know? So I, I feel like I never want to like talk down to people who have responsibilities that I don't. And at the same time, if you constantly give yourself the out, you'll never get anywhere. So at some point you have to hold yourself to it and just go. Well, there's always an out, right? Like yeah. an out can be anything. I'm tired or oh, I don't have enough time to do what I want to do in the gym that day. So I'll do it the next day. No, just, just go. And she wasn't bashing kids. It was they're a welcome burden. A yes. yes 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 a welcomed burden yeah we'll keep that we'll keep that in mind i am i am nervous though because you know i'm i give myself outs i mean I, I work out all the time but like i give myself outs i'm always looking for the out like i'm always like how can i get out of doing this today and like you know i still do it i show up most days and get it done but I'm like, damn, when kids come around, there's so many more outs you can think of. So I'm like, okay, I got to like really just get in my routine before before kids so that like I, I know kids will throw me off my routine too. But, you know, it's there's so many outs with kids. I really feel for parents. Well, I also feel for you as well, Christian. You're like, you know that it, you've prioritized it because you know that it keeps you in a mental place as well where you can then show up for your kids and show up for people. Yeah, I mean, like, some people, like, drink to cope with stress. Some people sleep. Some, you know, so this is, that's just my stress-relieving mechanism. Um, and whatever that mechanism is for you, just make sure it's positive. But if it happens to be working out, then great. And just make sure or try and make sure that you at least put some amount of time into that you know, as often as you can, because like you said, that's how I'm able to then show up for my kids, right? So my stressful day or whatever I had, I take all of that and I use that to work out. And now I'm able to be dad, you know, as opposed to being, you know, all the other things that I have going on. So yeah. Or like taking out any frustrations that you, that might have come up at work or in your day. And then if you don't have that like buffer and this place to like let it all out, like you bring that into the home and you bring that in. It's like rather just like working out, letting out all that tension and stress and then coming back to be a more like relaxed, like compassionate person. Exactly. And you can see that. Yeah. I also like um, what you said about Jeopardy as well. You know, you put on a show. Put something on. You I mean have a show that you watch at the gym, or or a certain kind of music, or something. Be real Pavlovian about it. You know what I mean? I feel like the next fight you have, Christian, I'll, you know, we'll just start playing the Jeopardy theme song in the Put middle. Put it on. Maybe I'll come out to that. Exactly. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Maybe. 
You, it, but like, so like, I hate, I hate running on the treadmill. I hate it, but it's, I have to do it. Um, and what I do is I'll put on a show or I'll put on a few kickboxing fights that I like or whatever. And then that way you kind of, you know, it, like you zone out. And then by the time yeah. that's over, you're like, oh my God, I was on the treadmill for a half hour. Oh wow. I was there for 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Who cares? Um, but using that as like the distraction to kind of just get the work done. No, that's good. Cause I, I do that when I'm on like the Stairmaster because I normally listen to music when I work out, but when you're just stationary in one place, like the treadmill or the Stairmaster, my eyes are just looking around and I'm bored and I'm constantly looking at the time to see when I can like get off this thing. So I just put on like an episode of The Office and I'm like, all right, you're going to be here for like one to two episodes and that's it. Just you watch this all the time. You're now just walking instead of being on the couch. So just zone in and just do it. Exactly. Sometimes I, Sometimes I listen to an album. If I haven't heard an album album before, I just listen to that, and that way I can judge. You use so, it as like new music discovery time. Yeah, basically. like if I'm working out to an album, like yo, this song's trash. Huh? My 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 last set was horrible to this thing, and I get to just judge well, them. Don't don't try not to you know the because there's a lot of trash albums out there that you haven't heard, so don't let the trash albums equal trash workouts. You yeah, know? no, 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 no. No, but <laughs> honestly, if they do, if they do, then you're not making it onto the rotation. You know, in fact, you may not get another spin. You know, you don't get another spin. I'm like, nah, that's it. You're done. And then when people are like, what do you think of that album? It's like, it was trash. My squats were terrible. <laughs> that's how I knew Beyonce's new album was good. Cause Brandon listened to it at the gym and then he's like, it's, it's really good. I was good. like, it's really good. It. I was like, my work. <laughs> and I go, I like, okay. I and so I put, I put headphones on big over the ear noise canceling was lifting and like i can normally only work out if i already know the music and know the songs but headphones on weights up and like every time i like squat or press like it's like some beat drops or something happens and i was just like oh shit this is like this this is this is great and I, the whole album i had like such a good workout and i was like oh it's a pretty good album and then i just listened to it over and over again that's how you know you got some good music exactly can you work out to it Beyonce, shout out and I'm trying to get these tickets. Shout, shout out to, to old school 50 Cent, Get Richard Die Trying. That's like yes. big uh, motivation gym music there. Shout out 50 Cent. I've been listening to a lot of um, uh, early DJ Khaled. A lot of um, <laughs> DJ Khaled, Lil Wayne, Ludacris. Well, if DJ Khaled oh, can't great. motivate you, no one can. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> He's like the biggest hype man ever. A lot of brown paper bag gets played here. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I do a lot of... I do a lot of jay-z when i work out yeah. just like when you just want to like channel some like tiana's hustling rocks. i'm a gangster <laughs> bitch working out I, i'm like i'm the best bitch ever don't fuck with me that's 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 that jay-z energy shout, for me shout, shout out to jay-z supplying shout the, out to Jay-Z. The, the workout needs he really is i'm like brandon have you have you heard, have you heard this, of this music jigga yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's good. Well, is there anything you would like to leave our listeners with? Like if you could boil down your like fitness philosophy or advice into one thing, what would it be? One little nugget. Um, so I, I would say, and it's not going to sound the nicest, but I'm not like a nice workout type person. So um, if like hold yourself super accountable, no, no one cares get the work in, get it done. Like it, 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 that's it. There's no, you can come up with every excuse in the world. And again, nobody cares. So you need to 
do what you have to do to make sure that you're healthy because um, it's it's your body, it's your life. You only get one as far as I know. So make sure that you're, you know, making the most of it and leave those excuses to the wayside. And if all else fails, talk a little shit to yourself. It's fine. There you go. You know, I, I hear that now. You know what I mean? Honestly, this, this was... Uh... It's a little harsh at the start here, but I'm starting to I'm starting to feel it now. You know what I mean? Like literally, if my goal is to to look good over summer X, Y, and Z, no one's gonna care if I'm like, no. Nah, well, you need to understand is I was super busy. It was this, it was that, that it was like no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. You either look good or you don't. No one like you look like crap. All right, that's your fault. But you need to get out there and get it done. And then what you mean? I see. I see. I see. I see that. You know, like if you're in your head and you're just like, oh well, it's like no one cares. No one cares. No, it's true. It's like it's just no one can. No one's going to care more about your life than you and your results than you. And if you don't care, then no one else will. And if you don't do it, no one else will. So at some point, you just have to rubber rubber meets the road. Just you just got to get it done. Just gotta put put your best foot forward. And try and get after it because it's it's all on you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Christian, right. thank you for joining us today. For our listeners, if you want to follow Christian, you can check him out on Instagram at CD1, like the number one, Trey, T-R-E-Y. Check him out. Anything else people should know? If, if you have a fight, we'll let people know. Oh, or just about DM, it or him, DM him if, and he'll... If, if, you want, if you're a professional kickboxer and you're listening and you want to fight, one, I'm down. Uh, anywhere from 205 to 185 pounds. I'm, I'm right. your guy. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, just work out, have fun, stay disciplined, um, and, and, you know, be kind to each other and be kind to yourself. All right. Well, we'll leave All it right. at that. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Thank Check you. back in next week, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Peace.